It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The rumor mill is working overtime and news is coming out, or at least rumor of news is coming out as the new league year gets closer and closer. Are the Dallas Cowboys about to get a little bit weaker? And it's Mock Draft Monday here on the Locked On Washington Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am David Harrison, covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My co-host, Chris Russell, the rooster, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980. He and Pete Medhurst can be found there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime, along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we are not there or here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at LO Commanders. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We thank you again for making us your first listen or your first view. If you're checking us out on YouTube, we have launched there. This is technically our first full week on YouTube. We did launch last week, so go ahead if you haven't already. Check us out. Over there, just search Locked On Commanders in your YouTube search bar. Chris Russell is not here with me to start the week, but we hope that he will be back very, very soon. As the NFL world awaits a decision from Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, turns out the Washington Commanders are not waiting for anything and have been trying to follow through on their promise to go hard after a franchise quarterback, at least that coming according to reports this weekend from NFL media's Ian Rappaport, who says that the Commanders offered the Seattle Seahawks multiple first-round draft picks for quarterback Russell Wilson. Now, we know that when the Seattle Seahawks uh, at least entertained offers or, or are willing to entertain offers for players that the the ante or the, the bounty, the cost, the ransom, whatever you want to call it, for Russell Wilson was speculated to be at a starting point of three first-round draft picks. Uh, but there was also conversation about three first-round draft picks, two mid-round draft picks, and then a starting caliber player or even two uh, and Corbin Smith of the Locked on Seahawks podcast, who also covers the Seahawks as a beat reporter for Seahawks Maven for Sports Illustrated, uh, came on this very show. He recorded a little snippet for us. We played it on this show saying that without a quarterback in the deal, without a quarterback in exchange, the Seattle Seahawks simply weren't going to go ahead and do that. Pete Carroll, 71 years old, not interested in a rebuild, according to Smith and according to everything that he has been been getting told from uh, the organization, listen, and it makes a lot of sense. Why would a 71-year-old head coach in the National Football League who is already rumored to kind of be on his last few legs of, you know, last few laps or two around the National Football League look for nothing but draft picks, go out there and get a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis or whoever and have to completely restart and rebuild, especially when you got guys like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you would much rather get a quarterback and some draft capital, maybe a little less draft capital than you get otherwise, but you get a starting caliber quarterback and then you go out there with those draft picks, bolster up your defense, probably not going to get the Legion of boom back, but you can at least get some defensive help there 
on the other side of the ball, maybe get a running back for your quarterback. And now you've got a team that can compete with the likes of the Arizona Cardinals, the San Francisco 49ers, and oh, by the way, the Los Angeles Rams. So, I mean, if you're in the NFC West, if you're Pete Carroll and you're looking to stay relative, you're not going to ship Russell Wilson for peanuts. But to con- you know, to the contrary of what Corbin was reporting, and, and again, I, you know, he's he's forgotten more about what the Seattle Seahawks want to do than I'll ever know from my perch here in Virginia. But you take all that draft capital, that then gives the Seattle Seahawks the opportunity potentially to go and make other moves to put a team around perhaps a veteran quarterback, maybe a Mitchell Trubisky is a guy that maybe, you know, not a Russell Wilson type quarterback by any means, but again, you got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. You take all those draft picks, maybe you get two or three uh, this season alone, and you go and you put some more weapons and you put a better defense on the other side, maybe you get a lineman or two uh, to help do those things. So again, while I, I, I can see the logic behind the Seattle Seahawks wanting a quarterback kind of in return, if you have a starting NFL quarterback or a starting caliber NFL quarterback on your roster, you're probably not really in the market for a Russell Wilson, right? But now the question will remain, do the Seattle Seahawks eventually have to lower their asking price and maybe settle for a deal? Uh, let the Washington Commanders uh, present them. Again, all we're being told is multiple first-round draft picks. That could be two, that could be three. We really don't know how many exactly it is. I kind of lean on they probably offer to kind of test the water, see where Seattle is, and then with that declining, it doesn't mean that they're just dead in the water. I mean, they can always come back up the ante. But whether or not Washington would do that probably have to do with kind of the landscape of things. The good news is if you're a Washington Commanders fan, clear signs, clear information that your franchise is going after the big fish in the pond. I mean, again, everybody's waiting on what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. Honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe a three-team deal where Green Bay gets some draft picks, Seattle gets some mid-round draft picks maybe, and they get Aaron Rodgers going to Seattle, and then Russell Wilson uh, comes to Washington and Green Bay just gets a bunch of draft picks. They roll with Jordan Love, or maybe they draft another guy like Kenny Pickett or Sam Howell uh, to compete with them, however they decide to manage all that stuff. I don't know what the relationship is between Pete Carroll and Aaron Rodgers. I do know that the latest reports on Aaron Rodgers – have three, I believe, AFC teams identified, one of them being Pittsburgh, one being Denver, uh, and then then there was another one, maybe Indianapolis is in the mix there. Basically, looks like Aaron Rodgers wants to go to the AFC if he doesn't stay with the Green Bay Packers, and of course, that would have something to do with it because both quarterbacks, both Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, have no trade clauses. So even working out a three-way trade, you would need both quarterbacks to go ahead and agree. So again, Russell Wilson has right now not coming to Washington. And then, of course, he was asked about, you know, Virginia and his roots and everything. But he says his family right now is on the West Coast. So that feels like the best place for him. Russell Wilson has always been a guy who knows what to say in the public eye. But we don't know what's happening in the background there. And if he's telling Seattle, look, keep the door open, keep negotiating, keep finding what's right. Let's see if we can work out a deal that's right for both of us. This thing may not be over just yet. So. Don't lose hope if you're if you're looking out there if you're if you're hoping to maybe get a Russell Wilson Washington Commanders jersey. I'm not saying it's over yet, but at least you know your team is making the phone calls, going out there like they said, trying to get something done. Coming up here, we're going to talk about two enemies who could potentially turn friendly by way of joining the squad or at least by way of leaving the enemy and leaving them a little bit less equipped for the fight. A quarterback race that appears to be intensifying as the new league year grows closer and closer upon us. And another marquee name out there in the National Football League getting set to hit the open market. This one coming from a recent Super Bowl contender. And while we don't know how far the commanders are willing to go for Russell Wilson, 
I know how far a lot of us have gone to try and combine taste with health. And our friends at Built.com have nailed it, guys, with Built Puffs. Because if you haven't tried Built Puffs, you haven't tried one of the best products in the Built Bar line. It's one of the best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. I've got a stash of those in my refrigerator right now, and they're so good. These are going to be some of your new favorites. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, including the Puffs. Again, 100% real chocolate, low-calorie, high-protein. You can replace your candy bar with them. They're better. They're better tasting in a lot of in a lot of ways, and they're also healthier for you. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, while a, a Built Bar can be around 130 calories. They're all delicious, and they've got new flavors coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they're probably already making it or they're going to make it and it'll be delicious and it'll be good for you. The lemon cheesecake puff is amazing. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. Right now, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15, 15% off at Built.com. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Thanks again, Washington Commanders fans, for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. Make sure you're also following the Locked On NFL podcast, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories from around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free. It's available on all platforms, just like the Locked On Commanders podcast. David Harrison coming solo on Twitter at dharrison82. Find my co-host Chris Russell at WrestleMania621. Find the show at LO Commanders. Find everything I'm writing about your commanders at SI.com's Fan Nation. And Chris can be found on the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, or on the Odyssey app. More quarterback news. As the new league year gets closer and closer, Mitchell Trubisky expected to be heavily pursued in this year's free agent market. The former number two overall draft pick by the Chicago Bears didn't have the greatest of runs with his first team. A lot of that had kind of laid at the feet of head coach Matt Nagy, went to the Buffalo Bills eventually, spending the area there kind of learning, kind of developing, staying a little bit out of the spotlight. Probably a really good stress reliever for him, honestly. And now that he's about to hit the open market, Sean McDermott has already wished him good luck in his future. Uh, the Buffalo Bills quarterback now looking to have a very, very, very suited market. I don't even know if that's the right way of saying it, but a lot of teams are going to be after young Mitchell, and he is. He's still a young guy uh, out there in the in this great big world of NFL quarterbacks. Washington has been long connected to him, and of course they are expected to pursue him. 
but also the New York Giants are expected to pursue him, as are the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know what? If the Indianapolis Colts find a way to move on from Carson Wentz, don't be surprised if the Indianapolis Colts get in there, especially depending on what happens up in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. And let's say Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to move on. Maybe you bring in Mitchell Trubisky to compete with Jordan Love there and tell him, may the best man win. Either way, Mitchell Trubisky looking for another home. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Ryan Tannehill situation. So I feel like you're probably looking at a one- to two-year deal uh, for Trubisky, no matter where he goes, get a chance to really kind of prove that he can resurrect his career and then either resign with the team that gives him the chance or move on and sign elsewhere, depending on how things go. I would not hate seeing the Washington Commanders sign Mitchell Trubisky and then maybe on day two, if he's still available, draft uh, somebody like Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. That would be an interesting diagnostic. And then depending on how they feel about Desmond coming out of his first year, how they feel about Mitchell coming out of that one year or two year deal. See what happens from there. And maybe if with any luck, Mitchell goes elsewhere, you end up with a compensatory uh, draft pick, or at least you have a very young, talented backup there uh, in in Desmond Ritter. For the New York Giants, it's interesting because as much as the New York Giants may want to go after him, you have to remember they still have a first-round investment in Daniel Jones and no signs, no rumors, no speculation as of right now of them moving him via trade. So if you keep Daniel Jones in-house and you go after Mitchell Trubisky, I don't want to say it hinders you necessarily, but it does kind of limit you, I believe, in just how much you can go after him. Because if you go after Mitch Trubisky, you end up in a bidding war and you pay him so much money, you're going to kind of be stuck and kind of have to start him out there instead of Daniel Jones. Uh, and then you can pretty much call that first-round draft pick a waste there. The Pittsburgh Steelers, though, I think, are a very dark horse team. I think they're making a very strong push for a quarterback, whether it be Mitchell or someone else. So something to keep an eye on there as we get closer to the new league year. Mitchell Trubisky, probably one of those guys that during the legal tampering period, we're going to find out has agreed to a deal with a team. Perhaps as Washington after missing out on Russell Wilson. We'll see if they alter that plan, alter that delivery and how they decide. But you kind of get the feeling though that whatever Aaron Rodgers does is going to kind of really kickstart uh, a lot of this activity. Also being reported over the weekend, ESPN reporting that Amari Cooper is likely, quote-unquote, to be cut before his $20 million salary becomes guaranteed on March 21st. The Dallas Cowboys are reportedly looking for a trade partner uh, that would be willing to take on that $20 million guarantee. I think it's $22 million uh, in total. If they don't find a trade partner, then they'll move on from the veteran by releasing him and by letting him go uh, to become a free agent. Pretty much every NFL team in the world knows that, so basically the way this usually pans out is uh, they're going to go ahead. They'll end up releasing him, and he'll end up signing elsewhere. Could the Washington Commanders be interested in him? First of all, in a trade? No, you don't trade for him. You don't bring on that $20 million salary. Sorry, Amari. It's just not going to happen. In a signing? I mean, look, it wouldn't be the worst signing in the world. How much money is he going to want? That's going to be the big key. Is he going to try to recoup that $20 million? I don't know that he's going to get that really from anywhere in the National Football League, let alone Washington. Um, me, personally, I would prefer they just go after somebody in the draft. Keep Curtis Samuel, you bring him back in. Obviously, you have Terry McLaurin kind of build out through there. Amari Cooper, talent really hasn't been the issue. Sometimes injuries have been the issue, but a lot of times it looks like effort is kind of the issue. And and I don't know, when you're a team like the Washington Commanders, you don't need to bring in guys with questionable effort. But he's still 28 years old, so he's still really relatively young if you think about it. It also appears that the Cowboys are close to re-signing Michael Gallup, which obviously has something to do with that, even though he's injured. And then the deep draft class, the Cowboys probably looking uh, to turn there at some point early on in the NFL draft. Demarcus Lawrence, another Dallas Cowboys player, uh, apparently reportedly asked to take a pay cut recently and, of course, told him no because pretty much every NFL player is going to tell you no. Uh, But with Randy Gregory coming up as a free agent, 
they're the pass rusher in Dallas. It makes sense. The Cowboys trying to save some, some money uh, to potentially bring back Randy Gregory, either on a new contract or a franchise tag. Demarcus Lawrence, oh, $20 million this coming season. If they can't make that work and if this pay cut you know, request uh, really kind of turns things sideways, the Jets have been rumored to be a team that might go after Demarcus Lawrence. And I think we would all pretty much agree. You got Chase Young, you got Montez Sweat. You don't need to drop $20 million on Demarcus Lawrence if he does hit the open market. And finally, a guy that maybe Washington could be interested in talking to, Tyron Matthew, safety from the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champion, uh, the Honey Badger. Rumored to be hitting the open market. He's going to hit for agency. He's going to look for a new team. He's going to look for another move. Kind of threw some shade, uh, it appears anyway, on social media towards the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, Tyron Matthews, 30 years old. But I go back to last offseason, Ron Rivera talked about defense, talked about having two safeties back there uh, to where no matter what movement, what motion the offense does, whether you're in zone, you're in man, you're able to just kind of stay in your place and not really give anything away because you have two safeties in the defensive backfield there that can do both. Cam Curl and Tyra Matthew as, as a duo there in the Washington backfield, defensive backfield would be an amazing combination. I think I would be all here. I would be here for all of it. Uh, you know, Martin Mayhew did mention that he's been in conversations with Bobby McCain's agent uh, to maybe potentially bring him back. Granted, Bobby McCain is going to cost you far less money uh, than Tyron Matthew is going to. But if you have the opportunity to go out there and talk to Tyron Matthew, don't even worry about the salary cap, guys. Uh, there's about three roster moves. I think they can restructure Samuel, restructure Jackson, restructure uh, Landon Collins, and you, and you save about $30 million in cap space just by restructuring. Nobody even gets any less money. You just kind of shuffle when it gets paid and how it gets paid, and boom, you've got $30 more million. So Tyra Matthew, an interesting option. So let's see. I mean, if he wants to go out there to a team in Washington that's more defensive-focused, looking to win with the defensive side of the ball, he's a leader. He's out, he's out, he's that spark plug type of player. And in a worst-case uh, scenario, even if he doesn't return to all-pro form or Pro Bowl form, which I think that he would, um, you at least have a very nice mentor for a guy like Cam Curl. So lots of football news going on. We just ran through four potential free agents uh, right there in the span of one segment. So, I mean, the football games might be over, guys. But football is far from in the down period. We call it the off season, but it's not the down season. But basketball is still in action on the court, both pro and college hoops at an all-time high right now. And your latest odds, totals, player performance props, and even where the next fired head coach might land can be found at betonline.net, your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC. Head to the website today and use your mobile or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Mock Draft Monday here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listener, first few every single day. David Harrison, coming solo. Find me on Twitter at dharrison82. My co-host, Chris Russell, at russellmania621 will hopefully be back with us very, very soon. We're looking at a mock draft today, guys, from Pro Football Network by Cam Mellor, M-E-L-L-O-R. I'm not sure 
how to pronounce it. Cam, if you're out there, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know the exact pronunciation. Let's start off like we always do with the top five picks here. Uh, and I'd say this is the kind of a shuffling of the top five here. Uh, this is a mid-combine mock draft. So the combine wrapping up pretty much as we speak. So we'll go ahead and we'll have some combine recaps for you later on this week, starting tomorrow. Let's go to the top five of this mock draft here. Jacksonville uh, going with offensive tackle Evan Neal out of Alabama, while the Detroit Lions go with Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge rusher out of Oregon. Houston taking Mich- Michigan edge rusher David Ojabo. So not Aiden Hutchinson, David Ojabo in the top five here. New York Jets at number four taking safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame, while the New York Giants get Kenyon Green, interior offensive lineman out of Texas A&M with the fifth overall pick. Fast forward to pick number 11, Washington Commanders. Take quarterback Sam Howell out of North Carolina. If you've been listening to the show, you know I'm not a huge Sam Howell guy. A lot of people kind of say he's Baker Mayfield without the Baker Mayfield drama. And I will say that Baker Mayfield without the Baker Mayfield drama is a better version of Baker Mayfield. But I would still say that Baker Mayfield, probably not an 11th overall pick. Like I wouldn't trade number 11 pick to the Cleveland Browns for Baker Mayfield. So why would I draft uh, the Baker Mayfield version of this year's quarterback class? with pick number 11 granted you get them and you get the chance to develop them. I understand all that, but I do think Sam Howell's ceiling is probably somewhere around Baker Mayfield. Not my cup of tea for that type of draft pick that draft position. I mean, trade back to like 16, 17, maybe I know, you know, the Eagles own 16. So maybe you hit 17 net yourself another mid round draft pick there. And then maybe you take him there. I would be much better there. If you're also adding another pick uh, later on in the draft, for note, still on the board uh, when number 11 was taken to Sam Howell, Chris Olave, the wide receiver out of Ohio State, and Zion Johnson, interior offensive lineman out of Boston College. I would have taken either one of those guys happily over Sam Howell, but it's not my mock draft. Let's go through the NFC East. We already have the number five pick to the New York Giants. Of course, Kenyon Green, interior offensive lineman out of Texas A&M. They also had the seventh pick, and they took Ohio State wide receiver Garrett Wilson uh, there with that selection. And then the Philadelphia Eagles, 15, 16, and 19. 15, they took Devin Lloyd out of Utah, the off-ball linebacker. Very good prospect, very good value at 15. Uh, 16, they took Kyir Elam, cornerback out of Florida. Not as high on him as a lot of people are, but uh, perhaps Philadelphia Eagles could be one of those teams that are high on him. Drake London, wide receiver out of USC, goes 19. The guy is like 6'3", 6'4", basically a Mike Evans type of wide receiver to go with Devontae Smith. Uh, type in and the Quest Watkins type that they already have there with Jalen Hurts. I mean, not a bad pick at all for the Philadelphia Eagles. 24th overall, uh, Cam has the Dallas Cowboys taking Daxton Hill, safety out of Michigan. So addressing some defense, which we all know the Cowboys need to address some defense, especially if they lose uh, Randy Gregory or or anybody, uh, Demarcus Lawrence or anybody like that. So that is the mock draft that we're reviewing here for Mock Draft Monday. We do have some voicemails. I have seen them. We'll get to those starting tomorrow, guys. We will work through them as we get through our week. And we thank you for calling in if for those of you who have. And we thank you all again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or your first view every single day. Now make your second listen or your, first, or your second view the Locked On Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. They also have a mock draft dropping soon. We will cover that as soon as it does. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. We're going to be back. So if you've got questions or topics you want to discuss, send them on into locked on Washington commanders at gmail.com or call in and be a part of the show by dialing 301-615-3577. Again, that's 
3-5-7-7-4. Chris Russell, one half of the Russell Met Her Show on the Team 980. I'm Dave Harrison, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation, covering your Washington Commanders. If you're out and about right now, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 